welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I am so honored to have you here with me today where we talk about the business of real life. That's the lessons we learn right here off the kitchen table about parenting, about business, and about life. Today, I'm very excited to share the second half of my interview with Jim Treliving. He is one of my mentors. If you want to hear the lengthy introduction I have for him, it's in episode 14. This gentleman is going to share right now about his advice he personally received from Warren Buffett. And he's also going to talk about all these awesome ways his business has flourished and become successful. So you do not want to miss this. Plus, you also want to find out really cool things about Jim, like who he would want to play him in a movie about his life. How cool is that? But before I share that, I am very proud to announce that Elaine's Kitchen Table has its very first sponsor. So here it is, and I'll be right back with the rest of our interview. Are you tired of being stressed out in the mornings and frustrated with nagging at your kids to get things done so they can get out the door faster in the morning? Are you too busy or just don't know how to help your kids to make good habits stick? Well, let's get our kids organized and independent and cooperative and into routine with Easy Daisies, magnetic daily schedules for kids. Easy Daisies was created by me, Elaine Tan Como, a school teacher and a mom of three by parent demand to help kids get out the door faster in the morning and have easier days. These fun magnets with everyday activities allow your children to take part in planning their day, which makes things smoother for everyone, especially mom. Now all the illustrations were drawn by me to make it simple enough for children who are non-readers, whether they are two or 12, to feel that accomplishment and that confidence in, in completing their tasks. And there's comfort in knowing what comes next, so there are no meltdowns and tantrums. Now, I've had happy moms email me telling me awesome things like getting 20 minutes of extra sleep every day because of Easy Daisies, that they just love that their kids are brushing their teeth without being told over and over, eating their breakfast, getting their socks and shoes on, and waiting at the door with their backpacks all ready to go. So if you want to check out Easy Daisies, I'd be honored at www.easydaisies.com and use this promo code ELAINE15 to save 15% on your entire order today. The one thing you two have done, and I really appreciate it with your kids, the three kids and yourself, is the fact you're both together. A lot of business get torn apart with this, and, and it's it, it, you've worked hard to be together, and yet both have to give a little bit, yes. and that's that's a hard part. That's a really hard part. And I, I think bottom line is family does come first for for us, for me and my husband. And and that's one thing I, I do very much admire about Dragon's Den. As uh, entertaining as it can be to watch, the, the kids learn so much. Oh and I have been in to many classrooms. I feel really honored and blessed when I get invited to a classroom to talk to a bunch of children about my experience and yeah. about Dragon's Den. They all love Dragon's Den. They know it better than I do. They have memorized They know it better than I do. <laughs> than right. I've never seen. But the point is to help kids to reach for the stars, to sure. to not be afraid to, to have big yeah. dreams because I think a lot of children don't dream big anymore. Yeah. And it's so important to, to realize it's okay to fail because if the fact that you failed meant that you tried yeah. and you started that means you're ending off somewhere higher than you And you're started. not really failing because you've, you've, you've learned, like I've said with failing, it's it's just not the right thing. It's not a failure <laughs> because you worked hard to do something. Yes. You built it up and you tried and it didn't It didn't work the way you wanted it to work right. or the public wanted to work. 
So try again. It's, it's, there's no failure. You've learned a lot. So how can that be a failure? That's, that's, that's absolutely right. I, I recently uh, I met a, gen- a gentleman named Thomas Baylor, and he said there are no mistakes. No. They're all discoveries. Exactly. And then when you discover something from something that didn't work out, yep. you remember it yep. better than being taught don't do in it again. classroom. <laughs> don't do it yeah, again. The hard part is don't do it again. <laughs> don't do it again. Yes, and, and you know what? I, I'm learning as I go with Easy Daisies as well. Yeah. And I, I've often been told, oh, Elaine, you're too nice. You're going to get taken advantage of. And then I do by exactly that same person who tells me that. And you know, and I, I'm learning yeah, That's the person you probably wouldn't want to deal with anyway. <laughs> yes. You know? And yes, and that's I think a whole you, different podcast. I think podcast. this is the thing you learn to do is that, you know, we're all in the same boat. Nobody's ever come in. I, I, I think you've been taught... And I've had a chance to talk to guys like Warren Buffett, and from Warren on down, not every deal went through that he made a ton of money. Like he said, you know, I, I asked, I said to him a question one day. I said, Warren, what do we have to do in the United States not to go through the crisis we went through from 2006 to 2010? What do we, what rules do we have to change? He said, we don't have to change any rules. What we have to quit doing is breaking the rules, and we broke all the rules, and that's why it happened. If you fall through, he said, when you bought your house, your first house, how much did you have to put down? I said, 20, 25%. He said, and you couldn't afford a million dollar home, right? I said, that was just a dream. I could afford a $25,000 home and I had to put 25% down. I knew I could get five, $6,000, but that was it. Well, he said, you know what? I had to do the same thing on Omaha, Nebraska. I had to put money down, like my parents had to put money down. When we hit this big, collage in the United States of a disaster for housing. Housing. Everybody was buying a house. Didn't matter what the price was. Put three mortgages on. Put four mortgages on. Just pay the last, the last one. And that's why the collapse. So we broke all the rules. So I think it's the same thing with anything. Is if, if you're if you're doing a business and you're breaking every rule, you're not going to make it. If you're breaking real estate that in, in your business world and you're changing the rules to fit your position, then it's not going to happen. I agree. I wish everyone had that integrity. Well, you have. It's not. I think part of it is that you you're born you're born into a family, or you're born with something that somebody, or a mentor, or whatever, that sits down and talks to you about it and says, "This is the way it is." You know, if you don't believe that, then you're going to be in trouble. And I think that's what we've done. I had the fortune of people having a great family to grow into, and for my grandmother, who would knew nothing about business. And, and, and didn't want to know anything about business. She ran a great family. Mm-hmm. She had she had uh, five boys and 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 or six boys and a girl. And uh, my aunt was was a great lady, but she treated everyone the same. My dad got a little extra because he was older, but he he was the same way as my grandmother. I mean, and and my mother's side of my family uh, were from Scotland. So the Irish and the Scottish got together, and I got created. So <laughs> figure that one out. <laughs> I'm not tight with money either. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you now about your habits. Sure. What, if you have, and I'm sure you do, are the top two or three habits that you have in, in maintaining success in your business that you would like to share with our listeners? There must be something that you just stick to and you keep doing, whether it's one or two or three things. Well, I think my probably my habits as it goes back to even what you met me in Dragonstone. I sort of sit back and wait and see what you got to say. I, I listen to everybody else. 
talk about what you're what you're all about, ask you questions about your how you're going to do this and what you're going to do, and then I make my decision. But a lot of my decisions made when the two of you walk down the stairs. I look at you and see how you do, how you operate things, how you do things. We had our three kids with us. <laughs> I know. But as you're walking in there, I want to look at you. They're the two I'm going to look at as you two. And I want to know what you're thinking. Just I get a feel when you, what you're doing. And I do that with every person that walks in the den, every business deal. When I first went up and met George, my partner, I, I was looking at him. I had a whole thing going in my head long before George knew what I was thinking. He was a good accountant with Pete Marwick. He was going to be in there for 30 years as an accountant. He was going to do, be a partner. I had different, a different aspect of what I wanted him to do. Now, I didn't tell him that, but I just watched him and seen how he worked. And for five years, he did my books. On the fifth year, I hired him. Hmm. And he came to work for me, not as a partner, but he was making more money than I was. I'll tell you how, how bad I wanted him. Is once I made the decision to take him on, I wanted him not just to work for me. I wanted to be a partner. But the first year, I wanted to see how he'd do. So I asked him to come to work for me. And the second year, he came in, and he said, I don't want to raise. And I said, perfect, because I can't afford you, because you're making more money than I am right now. And he said, well, I, but I want shares. And that's how our partnership works. And that's how I look at everything I do. If I'm looking at something to do, and I, I assess you as you're walking through, and it was a trait that was brought to me from, to the police force. There was no question when I was, you know, if somebody walked in the room and I was in a dark room or a dark alley, you have to have an assessment really quickly or you don't stay alive very long. Indeed. So that's a little bit different from what you do today. Well, thank you. That, that is very true. And it's, not always that easy to have that personal contact because so many businesses are dealing online now. Yeah. And but I think you can take, even in the online stuff, and I've, I've read online stuff, I can either believe it or I don't believe it. It's, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. Hmm. You know. So if you're watching the lines in there, or the person that's giving you this, or the answers, you, I think it's even better than not having a person in the room. Because you can have a, you can think. How is how does this person thinking? What's the thinking behind all this stuff that they're giving me back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? Is it short answers? Are they going to be short with me? Mm. You know, all these little things come into play is what you what you're doing and how you're answered. Is there a profanity used in when they answer you something? Because they you can send them a note to get them really peed off. Yes, two mm. colors come. Do out. that. Do that <laughs> once. See what they do. How they react. Oh dear. It's fun. Or, or play golf with them. Exactly. <laughs> Guy throws his club, wraps it around your neck. Oh dear. Okay. There's no business deal there. <laughs> I'm going to do a lightning round of questions right now. Sure. There's about seven questions and you can just tell me the answer yes that or no. first comes to your mind. What is your favorite pizza? Great White North. Same with, tomatoes. Uh, same with my husband. <laughs> what is your current favorite hockey team? The Calgary Flames. Poor Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> They're Congratulations, though. Your yeah. son is amazing. Yeah, Brad's done a great job over there. He's he's working hard, and uh, the one thing he's I think he's uh, he's got he's taken after with his mother's brains and uh, her looks. Then he'll go a long way. Mm -hmm. Your favorite vacation spot? Hawaii. I agree. <laughs> Are you a morning person or an evening person, night person? Evening, probably. Uh, I've learned to be a morning person. 
because I worked a lot when I was in the police force. I worked a lot of shifts, so the shifts I loved working, going to work at uh, two in the afternoon and working at two in the morning. Okay. And uh, so I didn't. I never. And I, I'm not a big sleeper. I get five, six hours. I'm fine. Uh, even to this day, I never was. But I hear guys sleeping till <laughs> 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. I don't know how the hell they do it. I don't know. I, I'm lost. Mess me up. <laughs> What is one golf course you have not golfed at yet, but would love to have your next game at? Oh gosh, that's a good one. Uh, probably Pine Valley. I've been invited to do that, and I've golfed all the other big ones. I golfed Augusta, golf, uh, and been in St Andrews. So uh, yeah, Pine Pine Valley. Pine Valley. Who is your mentor? Who is my mentor? Probably as as good as any is my partner. Uh, a lot, uh, both partners. I say my wife is a good mentor, and so is so is my uh, my partner for forty years, forty five years. And lastly, if someone could play you in a movie about your life, who would you? Choose? Oh, I like John Wayne, but he's dead. <laughs> uh, you know who would like? Who would I like? Hmm, that's a really, really interesting question. Who would I like? I don't even know who the actors are anymore. Um, Who's the guy that played in uh, Crash Just Plane the other day? Uh, played in all the Lost Ark things. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I, I was like, going to say that. I love Harrison Ford. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. George Clooney I met. and he, he, No, George okay. is a nice guy, but I met him and I was gonna the, say Harrison he's about Ford. this high. Uh, George is not very big. Harrison Ford would have to... Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford would be if the, uh, of all the other guys, I would think probably John Wayne. I, in fact, one of the guys in Dragon's Den now calls me Duke, and that was uh, John Wayne's nickname. Well, I think it's because you but that have was it. that elegance and that class. Well, thank you, thank you. That was great, Jim. Thank you very much for your time. I am so honored that you are here with me, but I'm even more honored that you're an investor in Easy Daisies. <laughs> I love being in Easy Daisies, and I'm glad that you're here, both thank you. you. Thank you so much. Wow, that was great. I hope you got inspired like I did in the business of real life. And I always love hearing from you. So please do find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. I would also be so grateful if you could take a moment and go onto iTunes right now and rate this podcast and leave a comment. And I will personally thank you on our next podcast. And I always love to hear from you and tell me what you want to hear about and learn about. That would be so great. So thank you very much for tuning in today, and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye.